Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, the three partners, Jane, Marge, and Mr. Jackson, are quite confused over their fourth at bridge service, a novel business which rents out bridge players. They've been running a water ad seeking personable young men who play bridge, and so far, Mr. Jackson has hired six. Jane, left alone in the office this afternoon, has just hired Michael DeVere, handsome young soldier of fortune who, unknown to Jane, of course, can do tricky things with a deck of cards. We pick up where we left off, Jane and Michael alone. But I don't have the time, Mrs. Ace. You say that your husband was on the phone just now? Yes, he's been doing that all day, calling me up and changing his voice and acting like he wants to hire some bridge players. Acting like he wants to? But why? Oh, just his idea of being funny. Oh, but sometimes he's the bone of my existence. The bone of... Just behind me, how a grown-up man can do things like that. And he keeps on doing it. I can talk myself horse in the face and it rolls right off of my duck suit. Rolls off of him like... The first time he called up, he said he wanted to hire four players. And I said, oh, if I had only picked four to play bridge. And he said, well, he doesn't play. He just wants to sit around and watch a bridge game. So I said, well, all right, I'll send four. And I was kind of excited because I thought it was our first order. You see, we just started in business today. Wouldn't you be excited? Oh, uh, yes, I imagine I would. Okay, so was I. We have a lot of time on having Mr. DeVille. Well, in ten minutes, he falls right back. And it was two minutes to find a day. And he said, you better make that five players instead of four. And I said, five? How can five players? And he said, well, I get lonesome, though, just watching a game by myself. I'd like to have somebody to watch with me so I can argue with him. Just lonesome. Well, that really got my goat. Well, I thought out who it was, I mean. Because there's a time to be funny and there's a time to attend to business. And this certainly isn't it. Is it? Well, I'm hot. Well, afterwards, he asked me to forgive him. And I said, no, I never would. And after this last call, I never will. Would you? Well, never is a long, long time, Mrs. Ace. Oh, not so long. Once I told our laundry man I'd never send any more shirts over, and in two weeks I was sending them again. In two weeks? Yes, I guess in two weeks I'll forget him and forget all about this. Oh, what a beautiful cigarette case. Can I see it? Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, that's gorgeous. Oh, God, it. Oh, what a beautiful picture. What is it, a river or something? It's a harbor scene. I got that in Egypt. Egypt, have you been to... Oh, what's this writing under here? Port Said. That's Port Said. Right? Uh, Port Said. S-A-I-D. It's pronounced Said. Uh, yes, that's what I thought you said. Well, isn't it beautiful? You've been all over haven't you, Mr. DeVille. Well, yes, I guess I have. You've seen everything, haven't you? Well, I thought I had until this... Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Waite, uh, getting back to this business of yours and the water in the morning paper... Oh, well, don't worry about that. You're hired. Well, that's just the point. Are you the party who actually hires the players? Oh, well, I'm one of the partners. I guess I've got as much to say as any of the others. After all, this is my idea. But the other players... Did you hire them? Well, no. Mr. Jackson did. He's our bridge expert. You'll be back pretty soon, and I'll tell him that you're hired. And you will be, too. I see. You're the last word. Well, thanks, Mr. DeVille. I think you're kind of nice yourself. Well, I thought the matter. And, oh, you're going to like it here, aren't you? About the fees, Mr. Mm-hmm. You say your office charges $5 a player for an evening? Yes, $5 for the good players. Are you good? Well, that's the question. Well, what's the answer? Well, uh, I mean, it's up to you, Mr. Jackson, to decide that, I take it. Is that the system? Mr. Jackson cries out the players? Yes, or... he sees that they're good. And he's already hired six of them. They'll be here pretty soon. You'll meet them all. Uh, yes. 
Now, you say the players flip the keys at the office. Is that it? Yes, the players get half and we get half. It's just not that easy, you see. Like, if somebody hired you for five hours to play bridge tonight, you get half and we get the other half. But, uh, let me see, uh... Yes, I quite understand. But how about the game? The winning? Uh, what about it? Does the player keep the winning? Well, not all of it. You see, Mr. Jackson gets half of that. He doesn't get half of the five hours. He just gets half of the winning. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, like if you went out tonight and played bridge and you won, oh, a dollar and sixty-five cents, let's say, well, you get, uh... Well, let's say you won two dollars. You'd get a dollar and Mr. Jackson would get a dollar. In other words, I'd make three dollars and a half on the evening. No, you'd get a dollar from Mr. Jackson. Yes, and two and a half in the office. Is that right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, that's half of the fee. And I keep half of my winning. Yes, you get half of what you get and half of what you win. Isn't that good? Well, of course, it will depend on the winnings mostly. After all, two and a half dollars for an entire evening isn't very much in itself. It will depend on my ability to win and also on the amount of business you people manage to work at. Oh, well, don't worry about us. We're going to be all right. I know it's time to before their hats, but after everybody finds out about this idea, we're going to have more... Di- oh, here's Mr. Jackson now. Mr. Jackson! Hello. Oh, this is Mr. DeVere, Mr. Jackson. Oh, how do you do? I'm glad to know you, Mr. Jackson. I have just hired Mr. DeVere to be one of our big players. Well, I'm very happy to make your coaching full boy. I hope that you... Uh, you what? I just heard him. I interviewed him while he did those other players. Mrs. Ace, it is distinctly understood that I am to have complete charge of engaging the players. I will not look the slightest interference. Yes, if you weren't here, Mrs. Jackson. I don't recall having appointed you my aide de camp. I certainly did not rely on your ability as a bridge player to ascertain the qualifications of this young man. Why, I... Neither you nor Miss Hale can induce me to engage anyone I do not consider a fit representative of this office. And I'll thank you in the future to remember that, Mrs. Ace. Well, I Mr. Jackson, I don't think Mrs. Ace is entirely to blame. You As for you, young man, I'll see you in my private office at once. Any pact or agreement you may have been under a false impression that this lady has made with you is not malicious least binding. Of course, I understand that. Mrs. Ace explained that you were the last word in hiring your friend. Oh, <coughs> quite, quite, quite. It's my strict policy, Mr. DeVere, to interview all applicants personally and to make my selections only when I have convinced myself first that the applicant has a sound, pliable knowledge of the game of big. Second, that he will present a neat, nicely mannered appearance as a representative of our, uh, uh, it's, uh, quite a striking cravat you're wearing, old boy. That figure's rather dashing, if I may say so. Where did you get it? Oh, uh, uh this time. I came from England. England, England, of course. Where else? Bond Street, naturally, has that certain flair. I should have known it right off. Oh, yeah. Hello, Mark. Hello, what's going on? Oh, good old girl. Oh, good afternoon, Mr. Jackson. Uh, this is Mr. DeVere. Hello. Oh, this is a whole lot of telling you about. Oh. How do you do? Well, I'm glad to meet you, Mr. DeVere. You're the other partner? Yes, yeah, well, uh, I was telling you about. She's one of the partners. Do you remember I was telling you about it? No, but not all about it. Oh, yes, I was. My, Mr. DeVere's gonna work here. Oh, yes, I know. Mrs. Ace, once and for all, I told you that I was the decider. What Mrs. Ace means, Miss Hale, is that I'm going to work here if I pass my good examination. <laughs> well, good luck to you, Mr. DeVere. Thank you. You're very kind. Oh, come along, old boy. We shall soon see what we shall see. In here, please. This is our card room.
How about life? How about what? Isn't he like I told you? Did you ever see such a handsome man in your life? And he's been all over the world and back. He's 28 years old and not married, and he's a soldier of fortune, and he's out of work, and he has a cigarette case that he bought in Egypt. <laughs> That's quite five after. No, it's a good mark. He just told me I had the interview in. <laughs> the third job you think you made of it. Oh, I've never enjoyed talking to anybody as much as I did to him. Mm-hmm. Like an American girl. Oh, you should have seen him, Mark. He just sat right here by his desk, smoking a cigarette with his legs crossed. Yes, I didn't get dirty, Sergeant. Nothing good. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> Well, how did you find out about him and all this delightful little table tape you had with him? What did I find out about him? What did I just tell you? Well, very definite. You don't seem to know who he is. I told you. He's a soldier of fortune, and yes, yes he has a cigarette case he picked up in Egypt. Yes, and he certainly is the kind of fellow you'd want to have come out to your house, even if you had to pay five dollars. He's tall, his teeth are so white when he smiles. Yes, I know, James. What's new around here? Any business yet? What? Has it been any business? Any phone calls to players yet? No, only those three calls, you know. Oh, yes, that darling husband of yours. Yeah, isn't he disgusting? <laughs> you gotta have his little joke. Well, joke's a joke, but not three times in one day. And you stop for it each time? Well, that's what he says. He changes his voice all the time. <laughs> well, it's not okay. But tomorrow I expect real customers to start calling us up. I've run some pretty big ads in the papers, and I've arranged a lot of radio advertising, and we're getting out a lot of form letters to check today. Things will start humming around here before you know it. Well, I hope so. Just very lucky sitting around here all day with nobody calling out or coming. Suppose you go on home now. I'll take over. Just to five o'clock. If you want to ride home with your husband, you better get yourself downstairs to his office. Well, and, uh, oh, there's somebody calling up now. I'll answer it then. Well, let me. It's about time somebody called up. Hello? I mean, South 404. Fourth the Bridge. I see by your ad in the paper that you went out with Yes, sir. We ran out with... Hello? If this isn't the limit, who is again? Well, I'll take him. Let him have it, yes. Oh, yes, sir. We got our big players. How many do you want? Four or five? Four or five? Oh, no, no. I only want one. Only one? Well, we can let you have four or five for a quarter. <laughs> That's good, you know. Five for a quarter? I thought your last cent was five dollars. Well, we like you so much, we'll rent you five for a quarter. What was, what was that? Shall we wrap him up and send him over to you? Very good, Jeff. What kind of a gag is this? Maybe I have the wrong number. You may have the wrong number, but I've got your number. Good work, sir. Well, Jay, you ready to go home? Come on, I'll drive you. Not now, dear. I'm busy talking. Jeff! Jay, what are you doing? Get off that phone. Hello. Hello. You are a mistake I've made. It's the old, old story of crying wolf once too often. But we hear more about Michael and further developments in this novel business when next we meet the Easy Aces. 